Welcome to the Random Team Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Shania. And today we're talking about uh, Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones. <laughs> I loved it. I wish I hadn't waited so long to watch this. Yeah, me too. You've been trying to get me to watch this for years. I has. Other people have been trying to get me to watch this for years, and now I understand why. Yep. Um, and why is, what's the big realization you came to? I am Jessica Jones. Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. And what else? You are Trish Walker. Yes, I am. All the way down to the fear of clowns. I know. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's I mean, so fighty. I mean, I knew. And yet when she said, but clowns, I was like. Yeah, you knew by like episode three, too. Yeah, it was it was insane how much we are like these characters. And she's constantly trying to like feed her and you know cook and it's adorable <laughs> jessica's just like nah. so yeah oh it i liked it better than season one of daredevil me too but this is as far as i have seen yeah me too so and i didn't dislike um, daredevil but this just this was more relevant for me this makes daredevil look like a sitcom it really does yeah i mean for real though yeah so, uh, let's hit some, a, a few bits of canonical background real quick. Okay. On the characters in the show before we get to, I didn't do a whole lot of, like, my normal MCU deep dive, but. Right. Um, Jessica Jones is not that old. Okay. Her first appearance was an alias number one in 2001. Oh, wow. Okay. She is a Bendis character. Yeah. Uh, the artist is Michael Gatos. Okay. Uh. So, yeah, Jessica Jones herself has not been, relatively has not been around that long. Yeah, I really like her a lot. She's way fun. Uh, So then Trish, uh, or Patsy. Patsy. Walker. It's Patsy. uh, She was originally uh, introduced in 1944. Jeez, I'm crow. Written by Otto Bender, or Binder, and uh, the artist was Ruth Atkinson. Okay. Ooh, lady artist back in the day. Back in the way back in the day. And uh and it's hint I think it's kind of hinted at in, in Jessica Jones, but Trish Walker does become Hellcat. Yes. But not until nineteen seventy six. Oh, okay, wow. Uh Steve Englehart took over at that point and George Perez became the uh artist. Okay. At that okay. point. Um now apparently Jessica Jones went to school with Peter Parker. Uh, okay. Just saying. I thought that just thought that was an interesting tidbit when I was reading up on her history. That is interesting. Uh, Kilgrave is AKA mm. Zebediah Kilgrave, AKA the Purple Man. Yeah. Who actually had purple skin. Yeah, he's that asshole that in my Marvel Sum game, I was like, who the fuck is Purple Man and what kind of a dumbass name is that? Kilgrave. Kilgrave. God damn it, Kilgrave. Uh, but in the show, he's Kilgrave something else. Uh, he was introduced in Daredevil number four in 1960. I can't read my own handwriting. I think it's a 1964. Okay. Or 1969. Could go either way. Either way. Uh, writer was Stan Lee, and the artist was Joe Orlando uh, at that time. Another interesting canonical tidbit that I ran across, it was uh, Jean Grey that helped teach Jessica Jones how to control... Uh, some of her PTSD after. Really? Um, okay. Wow. 
So, uh, so and the mental control that he had over her, a lot of that was uh, Jean Grey did some training on that, and the really weird blue and teal costume. Yeah, that, the Jewel one. That's because can- Jewel is canon. Yep, that was her pre Kilgrave. So is she a mutant in canon, or do you know? Because she's not here. Uh, it was the accident. Rem- Hold on. Okay. I. It's hard to tell. I want to say I looked, but I can't. Hold I don't on. think she is, I but I wanted to either. But she is clarify. very much in the uh, Jessica Jones. She's very much in the mutant camp. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she's very tied up with them. Yeah, look. See, there's the picture of her as Jewel. Oh, my God. It's it's, it's terrible. So dumb. It's so terrible. Uh, her full name is Jessica Campbell Jones Cage. So there's that. Her abilities are superhuman strength and endurance and flight, though technically she doesn't fly. It's just really jumping and falling. Okay, Midtown High student. Oh, no, she kind of went the Peter Parker way. That's right. Okay. She just with Peter Parker on him. She has a crush. This is straight off of Wikipedia, by the okay. way. Okay. Uh, she's present when he is bitten by the, irradi- the irradiated spider, which gives him radioactive powers. Uh, Jessica's father received tickets for Disney World from his boss, Tony Stark. On the way home, the car collides with military convoy carrying radioactive chemicals. Ah. Uh, That's how. So it was an accident. Her radiation exposure granted her super strength. Okay. Limited invulnerability and flight. Because I was just wondering whether they just really wanted to use her. um, And they went the route where they're like, no, it's not a mutant. We can't use mutants. Kind of a deal. But so this is pretty, it's pretty canonical. Yeah. Close. I mean. At least as far as her origin of her powers is concerned. But we're not entirely sure. They haven't really explicitly explained it to us in the series. Not explicitly. Yeah. Uh, she's also... Carol Danvers is another person she's connected to. At she was going to be in the show, but then they decided to give uh, Captain Marvel her own movie, so it changed to Trish. Uh, Jessica also dated Scott Lang. Really? Ant-Man number two. Okay. Uh, Scotty Lang. And later she is canonically married to and has Cage. And has at least one child with... Yeah. Good job. Uh, she's tied up. She's also in the Civil War storyline. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So, anyway. I love her. I think she is fabulous. So, that's the canonical real quick rundown. Okay. Okay. With her. I go, oh, wow. The ending. Yeah. was so, like, you could not wait for me to finish this series. Yeah. It was so satisfying. I didn't even want to ruin it. I don't even think I told you it was satisfying. You didn't satisfying. say anything. You just said the only thing you kind of hinted at was Malcolm. Because I asked you, you. You flat out asked me. I said, is Malcolm going to break my heart? And I was like, kind of, but not fully. Not completely. Yeah. Yeah. And you were right. He doesn't complete. I thought he was going to die. Yeah. I yeah. thought he would dead. Yeah. Uh, but you hadn't found out yet about. How Kilgrave got him Not addicted. Yet. And so that's what broke my heart. Yeah, that was it. My uh, poor baby. And him with Robin. Oh, God. She was a sack full of crazy. Yeah, but at the end there, she kind of deserved to be. Yeah. She kind of owned it. Yeah. She did. So. 
Uh, so here's a question that I keep asking people and no one seems to be able to give me a straight up answer. Okay. Seven. That's very specific. Okay. It's very specific. Very specific number. No, no, no. Very distinctive. Distinctive. It's a very distinctive number. (laughs) That's a leverage reference. (laughs) For those of you who are longtime listeners know that we are obsessed with leverage. It's awesome. Why, yes, yes, we are. I need to watch some. I know. I was just thinking like, oh, it's been a while. (laughs) It's been a hot minute. I need some Elliot. Not to be confused with Lelliot. Lelliot. No, that's a different Sorry, sidetrack. Meow. Is this set in Hell's Kitchen? Yes. And I will tell you why. Tell me. Because no one else has been able to say... Episode 3, Luke Cage says, you don't have a bar in Hell's Kitchen. Da-da-da-da-da. Now, there's also the time where she talks about Precinct 15. Yep. And and the hospital they took Luke to was Claire's. Metro General. Yep. Yeah. Was Schler's. So we can, in fact, identify that this is in... The kitchen. Matt Murdock's 12 square blocks that he is micromanaging. Yep. But there's no mention of the explosions. explosions or kingpin or any of that. None of that. No, um, no Fisk. No Russians. So I wonder if this is post Fisk's arrest. I couldn't find. I did a little research because I didn't want to spoil myself on Daredevil season two, so I didn't go or or right, Luke Cage for that matter. That's I didn't hard, go super yeah. deep. But They're I did, very tied together. The only reference I found was that Luke Cage is four to five months after Jessica Jones. But I couldn't necessarily okay. find how long it had been. I mean, I'm I'm kind of operating under the absum- abs- assumption, and I've been told that I'm right by casuals. Okay. That these shows run concurrently. Okay. That the timeline of events are supposed to be happening in the series that they're released. That's why they're not just keeping on with Daredevil. Not Daredevil, Daredevil, Daredevil. I mean, it may as well all be one big Defenders yeah. show. Yeah. So, uh, which by the way, the Defenders comes out this August. We don't know if we're going to be able to have time. To watch it and cast it? To watch it and podcast it because we do want to get Stranger Things in before their premiere. Uh, which is October 27th. Oh, I thought it was on Halloween. Twenty uh, seventh is the when they release the trailers. They release the date. Oh, okay. So we do want to get that done. Yeah, which I th- I'd have to look at the schedule again. But, but there is a schedule. Th- yeah, we there's a schedule. Um, and while we're kind of on housekeeping, this is our last podcast for a couple of weeks. Somebody's going out of town. I'm going to Canada. Um, so we will be recording Spider Man, um, which will be on this feed. Yes. We'll be recording Spider-Man uh, when yes. we get back. We're actually going to see it tomorrow night. So Yeah, we are. Yeah. We did a stupid, by the way. We didn't pick the theater by work. We do that. Oh, Lee. We should have gone to Lee Branch. Yeah. But the IMAX theater is at Patton Creek. I can. I can True that. Well, it's a little late now. It's in like 24 hours. Well, less than 24 hours now. But anyway, anyway it's the IMAX theater. Anywho. It's but yeah. closer, but it is closer to home. Home. That is true. That is a true. Further statement. from work, but closer to home. Yeah. So. Um. So yeah. Uh, what do you want to hit first? Well, so I, I, I have a cast list, but okay. I was just trying to think if there was anything else. I think it's the, our best way to go. Yeah. So let's start with Jessica Jones, who's played by Kristen Ritter. I love her. Who you adore? Yes. And I recognize myself. I'm like. I want to dye my hair blacky. I used to dye my hair. Yeah. It's one of the few. It colors. would totes work for you. It would because I'm, I'm not 
dark skinned, but I have an olive. Yes, you have an olive complexion. I have black hair skin, whatever. Um, that made no sense. Black at all. hair skin? I have black what? hair skin. I have You're skin that can so hold black weird. hair. So weird. Yeah. You paint, like you couldn't have. No, away with I would black look hair. like a goth wannabe. Yeah. <laughs> You'd look awful. I'd look like some I mean, weird I love emo but see, kid. But see, I could never do the red that you do. Right. Could you? I mean, seriously. Yeah, no. No. So, uh, I want her boots. I know you do. I know you do. Man, she's everything. I love her so much. Within, like, the first five minutes when we had her conducting business on the toilet. Yeah. Running out of toilet paper. Yeah. And then forgetting to charge her phone. I was like, I love her. And she is a real woman. I would never run out of toilet paper, though. No, I mean, that's just terrible. That would never happen. I like that she charged her phone. I did, too. Like... She's a real human being. Yeah. People, you have to charge your phone. Yeah. And we were talking the other day, one thing I really like about how she's written and how she's portrayed is you get kind of the manic pixie dream girl thing in a lot of media where it's like, oh, she's so messed up, but it's in a cutesy way. It's like, oh, I broke. You watch a lot of rom-coms. I know. It's like, oh, I broke my shoe on the way to work and my hair's a little messy. I'm so just so messed no. up it's like no no jessica jones done fucked up jessica like jones she's super messed up seriously fucked and up. she's got good reason to and you see the ugly bits yes. and i was like oh my god she's a fully formed character she is she's fully she's completely rounded and when we get to to trish i want to talk about how great she is too uh what's your favorite thing about jessica other she don't fact, give no fucks. Other than the fact she charges her phone. This is her field of fucks. And it is barren. She salted and, and burned it. Oh, yeah. And so, like, I don't know. I really I really liked that part of her. But also, it's kind of the anti-hero thing where it's like, but also, she's heart com- of gold. She's, she's, she's got some that, capital F feelings. She's a borderline. She's like an anti-villain, almost. Yeah. Because she was a hero to begin, because they because Trish was trying to get her to be a hero. Yep. She got her the jewel. She costume. tried, man. She wanted to do good yep. until Kilgrave got a hold of her. She yep. really wanted to do good for the world. Um, and her love for Trish, mm-hmm. who nobody means more to her in this world. Oh yeah, absolutely. Than Trish Walker, and uh, the fact that yeah, she she okay. We we laugh and joke about how she has no fucks to give. However, she has a lot of fucking fucks. She just doesn't want to give them, and she tries really hard not to. She's very. But once she gets in, she's very careful about the fucks that she gives. It's like when she that that point where she's gonna run. She first finds out Kilgrave is back. He's clearly in her orbit again, mm-hmm. and she's gonna do a runner, and then she's like. He'll God just, damn it. He'll get his claws into somebody else. And then she goes and saves Hope. Well, save. I mean, she does she the best. did the best she could with yeah. Hope. Um, I love that she's a private investigator. I know that. Isn't that awesome? It's tropey. Oh, it's so tropey and noir, but the noir works with a P.I. See, here's the thing, though. I love a good P.I. noir. I do, too. I fucking love them. Every episode of Next Generation, Caitlin... <laughs> <laughs> where, she's probably not listening to this actually because she still hasn't watched it no i thought she had Mm-mm. she couldn't get in the right headspace for it uh, she she knows kind of enough to know that she has to yeah. be in the right headspace for it yeah I, I get that and i totally that's why i, I didn't get push that. you 
Yeah, I get that. Because you have to... It does hit a little close to home in some points. Yeah. Uh, that's okay. I'll, I'll just be honest. It's one of the reasons why I identify with Jessica Jones so much is I do have a past abusive relationship, not near this bullshit, No, but I, enough that I can identify with what she's going through. Yeah. Um, but I'm enough removed from it that it didn't trigger anything luckily. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was 20 something years ago. Yeah. But still, uh, yeah, I, I totally get what you're saying. Anyway, but anytime in the next generation, when Picard would go and do his holodeck, holodeck with the I can't even remember the dude's name, and he'd get the little bowler hat and he'd put on the suit and they'd go investigate. I love that shit. Yeah, yeah, I love that shit. So I love that trope, and I love the old like Humphrey Bogart, uh, Lauren Bacall movies oh, where it's all well, you smoky, love you some Lauren Bacall, anyway, and it's just so. all like ridiculous. And oh, I love noir; it's so here's, stupid. Here's looking at you, kid. Yeah, it's so stupid, and it takes itself so seriously. So like that kind of it felt they used it without it being campy. Did they? I think so. Did they? Because there was a lot of fucking angst in there too. Yeah, there's there. It, it could have gone very campy. Yeah, but uh. Like, okay, her apartment, though. Jesus. It would kill me. Oh, oh, yeah. Because that's one of my coping mechanisms is my house has to be yeah. in, in order. It has Clearly everything. Jessica is not at that point. No, she ignores everything, which I was in that point at one point, too. That was a redundant sentence. Um, But, yeah, her. But you know what I do love about her apartment? Hmm. The cork board over the fireplace. It wasn't yeah. being... It had like one yellow post-it note. It's like, I tried. And it probably says buy milk. <laughs> but that giant... I'm looking at my fireplace going, I need a giant cork board now. Oh, I don't know what I'd use it for, but I need it. For mapping crimes. Yeah, whatever. So, um... <laughs> and she had all these empty bookshelves. And I'm like, you're going to waste here, honey. I know. My sweet angel. Uh, but yeah, she was my sweet foul-mouthed angel. Oh, she was pitiful. No, she was never. I never pitied no. her. I love how Not everybody's once like, did I pity her. Oh gosh, a woman in the city alone. And she's like your door, and she's like whatever. She's like, okay, so anyway, yeah. Oh, and like the Hope's parents come, and her uh, Hope's dad, dad kept yeah. trying to fix the door, and she's like, it's fine. Yeah. No, re- okay. no, really, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. The door that they later it, the gla- when Trish replaced the glass for her. With the wrong font, mind you. Um, and then she later, tried. then later, it was busted again. Which yeah, Trish will fix. Just yes. saying. Uh, and they kept locking the door. I know. Just reaching the glass and boop. just yeah. It was so hilarious. stupid. I loved it. So loved hilarious. it. Uh, so yeah, Tr- uh, Jessica was a a very well rounded character. Yeah, because you saw the sensitive side of her, but it was very much in a look. Yeah. And and you, you kind of get, I mean, n- not only what happened to her with Kilgrave, but what happened to her with her parents and then being taken in by Trisha's fucking terrible mother. Oh. Like, mm. she's so guarded, but she cares, almost despite herself. It's like, yeah. it's like when she keeps totally going back herself. to, like, pick at the wound of, oh, I killed this guy's wife. She doesn't do that because she doesn't give a fuck. Oh, she doesn't yeah. feel guilty. I and mean, she's she feels not, guilt over and Reba. And she's not stalking Luke Cage because she doesn't give a fuck. Right. Right. You know? Um, although I 
think the storyline of her being hired by somebody's wife, wife or was, husband. husband was yeah. bullshit. She just used it as an excuse. No, I think she did seem kind of surprised when she saw who it was. You think so? I think a you little don't think bit. She, it was the other way around. No, but I think once she spotted him and she traced him to the bar, then it was like mm. then she started oh. like hanging okay. out. Okay. So yeah, uh, she was a very believable character. Yeah, love I love those, her. I love those boots. I know you do love those boots. Yeah. Uh, okay, so let's talk about Trish Walker. Okay. Uh, who is Jessica's best friend yep. and is you to a T, by the way. So many ways. I love Trish so much. The second I realized she was learning... Krav McGraw. Krav McGraw, because I would have said it something weird. <laughs> I was like, yes, this is a real female character. Um, because uh, she knows what she's in... With Jessica. Yeah. She knows the, uh, to be cliche, she knew it was on fire when she laid down on it. That's true. And she makes the point of saying, like, I don't need you to protect me anymore. Even though, I mean, she still does to some extent because. Yeah. I mean, just because Kilgrave is a souped up human being, he's not a normal, like, oh, I'm trying to steal your purse mugger. No, he's not. But at the same time, Trish is learning to protect herself, which that's what a woman who feels like she's in danger would do. Yeah. Physically scared. And I think also some of it stemmed from the the stuff with her mom. She probably felt controlled for a long time in her own way. And we don't know how long she's been learning it. Right. Um, And she probably doesn't want Jessica to feel like she has to protect her all the time. She's trying to take some of the burden off of Jessica. Right. Right. I mean, she she built a safe room in her apartment slash condo Mm -hmm. slash I'm not even sure what that was, what you call that. Uh, I'd call awesome. it a condo. Yeah. It was fucking... I know I loved her place. Her I place was awesome. Loved, it was gorgeous. So pretty. And Jessica just climbs up on the balcony. I know. And she... Oh God, she's such a trash can of a human <laughs> she's being. such a trash can. She's like, hey, can I have money? I know we haven't talked in like a year. Uh, and Trish uh, was the... the Was it a talk show? She was a talk show. Yeah. The uh, talk radio. Yeah, Trish yeah. Talks or Trish Talk, yeah. Whatever. Trish Talk, yeah. She's so stupid. Uh, which was great. Which that still makes me wonder why there's no Fisk mention because that's something she would have talked about. Yeah. <laughs> she got political. She uh, did. Well, she tried to. Let's maybe not political, but socially aware type yeah. conversations. Um, but I did adore her. What was it I said that she was in that we knew her from? Uh, Transformers. She was in Transformers. That's right. She, she was, was the, the cryptographer chick right. in the very first one. Yeah, she's she Australian, and right. so is Will, and so is Malcolm. Okay, kudos to them for really awesome uh, American accents. <laughs> yeah, they were. Uh, I I I adored Trish and her. Well, we'll get to her mom. So the next on the casting list, uh, this is just listed by number of episodes. So there's Malcolm, oh, played by my sweet ouchy baby. Eka, E-K-A? E- I don't know. Eka? Darville? Yeah. Malcolm. Oh, my! I really thought he was dead. Yeah. I was for sure he's dead because people died. Yeah. In Ruben show, died. And I really thought he was dead. Um, He played a, okay, he played a junkie well. He did. He played cleaned up well. 
However, however, you don't get over heroin overnight. Sorry, no. kiddos. The only thing, and, and I'm just t- kind of talking out of my ass from a, I know things from the media standpoint, so I'm probably wrong. The only thing that would have, for just an audience member that doesn't know shit about this, would have been better is if they were like, well, we got you on some methadone, buddy. At least. Because it, it was. That, it was it like you saw him change the toilet. One day. Literally. And then like the next episode, he was, he was like. cleaned up. And you could tell he still wasn't like. Oh yeah, he was still jacked. But like, he was coping pretty fucking well. Yeah, that takes weeks and weeks. That's not a, an overnight cure. And, and I, and I know that like the, the group gave him purpose. But that doesn't make you less like. Addicted to heroin. Yeah, that's physical. Yeah, it, that's, and, that was really one of my only like, yeah, is that really realistic? Kind yeah, what of, kind of bits of the show aside from like powers and stuff? Yeah, and one thing that people who have never been addicted to a drug before don't understand is once you're addicted, you will always be addicted. Yeah. Uh, if anybody out there that's listening is an ex-smoker, you will understand what I'm talking about. Once you're addicted to smoking, you will always be addicted to smoking. Yeah. Addiction doesn't just go away. Yeah. There are still days when you're like, I'd really like a cigarette. Oh, I do. I do. Uh, there are days where I'm like, man, that smells good. Yeah. It would kill me, but it smells good. Yeah. Uh, my mom, who had who quit smoking 30-plus years ago, still, still craves cigarettes. Yeah. So, yeah, you're always addicted. It's always a... I mean, that's why Alcohol Anonymous gives away those tokens. Mm-hmm. But it's more it's acceptable... It's a struggle. But it's more ex- socially acceptable to be an alcoholic or yeah. to be an ex-smoker. They, I, certainly, I don't get no coins for, you know, my not smoking years, but yeah. whatever. Still. Yeah, one. he cleaned up real fast, but he, yeah. uh, I don't know. He wasn't a full-bodied character. No, he's one that I wished we had more of. I'd like to know more about him. I'd like to see more of him. And I, But I was really happy once we found out what Kilgrave did to him. I was really happy to see him kind of... Or that Kilgrave did it to him. Yeah. I was really happy to see him go back to that kind of social work. It takes a very special human being to be a social worker. Agreed. And you saw that come out of him. Yeah, when, when they he, had the meetings. And when he was, like, not on the they, drugs. Oh, they were true to his character. Yes. But I don't feel like he was as full as he could have been. No, and I'm hoping we get more of that. Um, I did like him with Claire, and I totally... Him and Claire just... I'm oh my sorry. Gosh. I need the two of them to... Claire is also continues to be better than everybody else. <laughs> the night Second... Only to Luke Cage, who is a precious, precious angel, and I love him. Mm, I think Claire's above all that. I mean, he she is. She is too precious for this but world. But, like, Luke Cage is, I mean, he's below her, but, like, he's still pretty precious for all this right. world. All right. Uh, oh, yeah, I really Ruben, think my Malcolm, baby Ruben. Malcolm and Claire need to just ride off into the sunset. Yeah, you leave really these, ship that. Leave these idiots behind. <laughs> I mean, come on. I want to be like, Claire, honey, why, why? Why? Because somebody has to do it. Oh my god! Somebody gosh. has to patch them up. Yep. So, so yeah, yeah. Um, so the next on the cast list is one Mr. David Tennant. <gasps> Holy fucking balls! Kill Gray. Uh, okay, kill, so kill, kill, kill. I was kind of worried uh, 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 because I'm a Doctor Who fan, and I love me some Ten. I love Tennant, and I even like he was really good in Harry Potter. 
I saw it just recently and I was like, huh. For the five seconds that he's in it. Yeah. yeah. But like, aside from that over the top weird face thing, which I don't think that was him. I think that was a directorial choice. Yeah. That was weird. Um, that was way too pronounced. But anyway, um, and I was like, I was like, is this going to be terrible? Because like, even if he does a really good job, then it's like, but my doctor's tainted. But can you or see past? Can I only see the doctor? Can you see past David Tennant? Because I have a hard time sometimes seeing past Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah. Uh, I fight with that um, a lot, even in like as far removed as now you see me too. Yeah. Um, I have a tough time not seeing Harry Daniel, Potter. Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Like when I first went and saw a woman in black. You were like, oh, look, it's Harry. Every, I, Why don't you pull your wand out, buddy? And I was like, Lewis. I see your key. Yeah, it was, I, the whole movie. And I that's like, really hard when, it. like, somebody has played such an iconic character. But, yeah, no, I, I, I very quickly divested him from 10. So, were, were you able to see past yeah. the doctor? Okay. And holy God, was he good. As someone who never watched... I've watched one singular episode of Doctor Who. And it was Who. not one of the Tenet ones? No, it was uh, the first of the, the reboot. Yeah, it was, it was Rose. Nine, it was the episode name was Rose, and I just couldn't Yeah, well, some of that's it. your own stubbornness, too. It's true, it's true. I mean, there's a whole thing. <laughs> it is, it's a thing. Um, but, I was, so I was able to, I saw, and I never saw Broadchurch. Um, my only experience with him is the, hot second that he's in Harry Potter. So I yeah. was able to accept him as this character fairly easily. But what I thought was really interesting is how they just gave you flashes of him. Yes. For like two episodes. Two before or three. You yeah. Before you actually, actually meet met him. him. He was introduced as a complete and total monster. Yeah. So when you did actually see him up in that, where he was with, um, cop dude, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In that uh, apartment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Up there. And then he's, you see him for only a second or two as an actually in the show. Yeah. And then he's gone again. Um, I think it could have been better. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought he was awesome. I thought he was great. He was scary. He was not Fisk levels of awesome, though. No. I mean, he was really good. But Fisk gave me that little bit of... I think he... Almost a little bit more of humanity as far as, like, not just a straight-up evil psychopath. You got some of it with, with uh, Kilgrave being like, oh, well, shit, you kind of had a weird-ass childhood. And, like... But it still boiled down to cool motive, still murder. Yeah, he was very... He was a little too dismissive for me. Um, and he was... The idea of him was scary, mm-hmm. but he wasn't scary. When he was on screen, he wasn't scary to me. I could see that. Uh, so you know what I wasn't... got me more than anything? Mm. Jessica. Yeah. And that was mostly when he was off screen. Yeah. That's when it got creepy. He was scarier when you couldn't see him. Yeah. He, it's like he couldn't live up to the hype. So I don't know if, if that's lacking in his uh, physical, like his, like his physical perfor- acting. Yeah. Or. Uh, he played aloof really well. Mm-hmm. He played arrogant. Fucking sociopath. Yeah, but I wasn't scared of him. Yeah. Well, you know, we can thank him for being the selfish fuck fuckhole that he is. He really just used his power to make himself comfortable. Yeah. I mean, he could have, like, ruled shit. But, okay, 
if you had that power, yeah, what would you do? Oh, God. I'd like to be like, oh, I'd be all noble and selfless with it. But, like, I mean, I'd do some cool shit like that, but I'd also I'd have, be like... I'd have some talks with some world leaders. Mm-hmm. I'd like Jedi shit. I know, right? You know. I mean, oh. we're lucky he's just like, oh, I like this apartment. And I say lucky, like, Jessica kind of got the shit end of that stick, but... Well, even in the times where... He, okay, he's seem to have some level of control over whether or not he was controlling someone like when he bought jessica's house yeah he only like just kind of nudged him a little bit yeah so but did he i don't know does he have that i don't know like if somebody would have been like here's a sack full of money i would have been like okay (laughs) yeah i know if somebody had walked up to my house and with cash money you have to be out of here tomorrow okay let me start packing yeah (laughs) excuse me yeah uh so i when he was on screen i had problems believing i think some of that was that he you could see he could charming if he wanted to i never thought i never thought he was charming to make you think he kind of was i never thought he was charming because like i could see the veneer of it visually and then he would just be completely dismissive so to me that was kind of like i don't know almost visually at odds with his personality i felt like i could see through his bullshit the whole time well i never once felt like as a person some of that i think was my own like i love david Tennant. could be Could be, but there was never a point in time where I thought I could fall for his bullshit. Yeah. And, like, I thought it was so typical of a lot of people that just don't fucking understand how self-centered they are that... Well, there's that. I mean, like, she finally had to go to the point of being like, you physically assaulted me repeatedly. You raped me against my will. Technically, yeah. And he was like, no. Like, but... You know, he completely self-justified it, and it was just, oh, that was that was creepy chilling. Yeah. That's what I found creepier more than him, was the complete dismissive, like... Possibly, yeah. But that's his problem, never hers. Yeah, yeah. So that's not creepy to me. Okay. I got it. Because that's, yeah. that's your, like, not you, but that's your problem, and I'm pointing off to nothingness. Yeah. That's your problem, not my problem. Yeah. Yeah, but I guess that's a, a defensive that I've had to. I mean, it, that could very well be to build up, um, uh, learning the difference between letting letting other people own their problems and owning my own problems. But that's yeah, that's a true statement. Yeah, because you got to get through that. Yeah, you, you do. can't own somebody else's problem. That's your problem. Yep. You, I can't. I will help how I can, but I'm not going to take your problem on myself. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, oh, Simpson, that is his name. Yeah. So let's move on to Jerry Hogarth. Jesus Christ. I love this woman. She. I love Man, talk her. about, like, the women in this show, and we talked about this in Daredevil, too, but this was, like, amped up. They're all different women. They are completely different women. women. It, I mean, not only is she a uh, lesbian. Which, first canonical lesbian MCU character. Woo-woo. Which... That's been presented in yes, MCU. Canonic, in MCU. Yeah, MCU. MCU. Okay, MCU, okay, 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 yeah. okay, okay. Um, oh, no, I'm Gotham's DC. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so, Different company, boo. Sorry. Uh, there's such a wide range of characters. 
And not one of them was really even a mother figure. Because usually you have your mom, you have your Madonna, even you have your maiden. Even like, like when they finally brought in Kilgrave's mom, she wasn't even maternal. No, neither was uh, Trish's mom. Yeah. There really and it, was and no, it wasn't... The most maternal character in the show is Trish. Oh, absolutely. And like, mm. Hogarth was great because it wasn't one of those... You know how you have a piece of media that's like, we're going to be like pro-women. It ends up being like a caricature. And it ends up being all the women are good and all the men are bad. Like, Hogarth was terrible. Hogarth was a terrible human being. And yet still was on the side of the angels. Yeah. In her own weird-ass way. Very much not one. Yeah. But on the side of the angels. And God, like, I was really surprised they delved into all her personal shit. But see, what I love about the Hogarth character is that they could have replaced her with a man. She's canonically a man. She is, isn't she? Yep. She is. Hogarth is canonically a dude. Um, but yeah, even in the context of this show, yeah, they could very easily have taken her out and putting a, put a man in there, and that's good writing. Yeah. Um, the fact that she was a lesbian divorcing her doctor wife and sleeping with the secretary. Very trish- traditionally... Ma- tropey yeah masculine super roles. tropey but oh my gosh uh carrie ann if you guys don't know then i don't know what rock you're living under but she played trinity in the matrix in, in the matrix trilogy there weren't three i them? love her yeah there's yeah there's only three i know okay uh but she was a great character i hated her but i loved but like she wasn't her. completely to me despisable no but like her and jessica had a very complicated relationship jessica has a complicated relationship with most people that's true except trish trish is the exception yes that is true uh but like yeah hogarth and then i like again i was really surprised they went into they took the time to go into her personal life with the whole thing with the secretary and her wife and with Pam. And yeah. Wow. Because it added like, it wasn't a just a lot of depth. Yeah. It added a lot of depth to the series as a whole. And for me to be like, I, for me to not be mad for pulling focus from the main story, you've done a good job. She was interesting. Usually I bitch. Yeah, like, why are you wasting time with this when we could be over here doing cool stuff? Well, and it, well, she had real motivation to work with Jessica. It wasn't just, uh, Jessica, you owe me. Jessica, go get some dirt on my wife. Yeah. Uh, it could have been that, that two dimensional. Yeah. But they really filled her out. She was very, she was a little over the top. Yeah. But, uh, I, I enjoyed. I enjoyed her on screen. I was glad that she was through as much of it as she was. Well, when uh, Kilgrave got uh, her wife to start, did the thousand cuts. Oh, my God. Oh, it hurt my heart for both of them. I know. It was because the whole thing is they keep reminding you that though you might be doing the thing and you may have this superficial want to do what he's telling you, there's also part of you. That doesn't. That is aware and, yeah, that was, oh my God, what a fucking asshole. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Pam comes in. And then in. Pam is finally like, the fuck? Yeah. But that yeah. Was, that was heartbreak. I could not believe they killed her. Yeah. I was like, what? Because I love that actress too. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, so that's, uh, so Pam's played by Susie Abumit. <laughs> uh, 
she was. If you're new to us, Janya can't pronounce most yeah, things. Yeah, I. Oh, Wendy, that's her yeah. name. Yeah, Wendy. Where do I know? I know her from. Something. Wasn't she? Uh, hold on. Well, you know, we had one of the Friends lesbians pop up. Yeah. In the 99 Friends episode. Yeah. Uh, I was like, oh, look, it's the, that's one of the first lesbians in uh, popular, you know, media that I was exposed to as, <laughs> as a young child. She was in a lot of Law & Order, but I never watched Law & Order. No. It's more like it's in the zeitgeist. It's um, one of those things that, like, you just know about. ER. Ne- she was in one episode of ER. I never watched ER. She was in two episodes of Lost. Apparently, she's... She was in Deadwood for 36 episodes, but I never watched Yeah, we never watched. Oh, I do know. I probably saw her in, like, award show reels. Because wasn't she, like, a hooker in Deadwood? Mm -hmm. I don't know. But she was really good. She looked really familiar, though. Oh, she's that old? She's 48. Oh, wow. Nice. I know, right? I mean. Nice. Nice. Uh... Yeah, I thought Hogarth's and, and, and Wendy and Pam, because you do kind of have to lump them all in together. Yeah. Uh, was far more interesting than any of the, I mean, I hate to say it, but I love Foggy, but he was comparatively, it's a little boring. Yeah. Yeah. There was no big second string storyline in Daredevil. It was, yeah. and Well, th- there was, but not near this level of interesting. Mm-mm. And it was consistently interesting. Yeah, because, I mean, there was Foggy and, uh, uh, oh, shit, what's her name? Uh, Karen. Karen. And, I mean, Karen had her secondary story yeah. with the... Uh, ben. Ben. Thank you. Uh, but not near this interesting or yeah. compelling. So, and then that gives us uh, Simpson. Oh, God. Motherfucker. Speaking of leverage. Motherfucker. He was in an episode of Leverage. He was the guy in the suit, right? He was the guy in the suit in the Girls' Night Out episode. He was also in a couple of episodes of Grimm, but in a season I have not watched. Oh, okay. Uh, Let's see what else has he been in. Then there's this motherfucker. Yeah. One episode of Dexter. One episode of The Glades. One episode of Leverage. Uh... Yeah, nothing. That fucker. There's this fucker. Oh, my God. I... Although, can I say, it was kind of nice to see a guy going down on a girl on TV like that. (laughs) I know, right? I was like, see, (laughs) look, it's not, you know, it does happen in real life. Yeah, it does. Or it should. Yeah. Uh, I liked him. I was cheering for him, even if he was in a relationship with Trish. And I'm like, "Mm." Yeah. Uh, It was weird, but it... Was good. He is obviously a setup for another season, though. Oh, the he whole, has to be. Uh, he has to be. Is it IHG or IGH or the inhuman growth hormone? Yeah, or whatever yeah. that IGH is. That the super for. soldier serum that he was popping. Basically, that's what that was. I mean, red, white, and blue. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, so You're well, no cap. You're no, not Dorito shaped enough. No, he's not. Uh, but that's obviously, uh, and, but see, that's what's, it was, it's, it was threaded throughout the entire season mm-hmm. and it's, it was an obvious setup for a second season, but it threaded so naturally mm-hmm. into the storyline. But the fact that he disappeared. Didn't him, sit well with you, right? No, no, no. It, it really didn't. He, he showed up, uh, Kilgrave got a hold of him. He went after Trish, tried to kill her, thought he killed her. Yep. 
which I thought was brilliant. Yeah. And then he goes off and he comes back and, and he's trying to help them take down Kilgrave. And, and he, they bone. He gets, yeah, they bone a lot. A lot. And often. I mean, yeah. And then he gets blown up, which I don't even remember that whole lot of that. But, um, and then he goes into the hospital and he wants that one, he, that one doctor. I want back mm-hmm. in. I want back in. And so he's obviously a part of this little click medical super soldier soldier thing yeah and he goes nuts as you do right and then he's in jessica's apartment and that's when trish when trish took the pills i was like no 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 no, baby no no, baby don't no 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 don't do the dumb but i have to agree i am on trisha's side better her than jessica yeah yeah because there's no telling what Jessica could have done yeah. in that situation. She was, Jessica was like hurt. Yeah. You don't want to hop Jessica up. No. So, although I think, again, she recovered really quickly. Yeah. But then Simpson's just gone. They come and get him and he's gone. Yeah. I think I think it was just they had too much to do and it became, we'll deal with you later. I guess. I hope so. If not... Yeah, if I'm, I'm gonna have some words, I'm in the camp that I won't call shenanigans until the whole thing is over and we never hear back from it. I'm prepared for shenanigans. I mean, I know you're like halfway to calling it. I am. I am calling uh, shenaniganery. So, so let's talk about Reuben and Robin. Oh, the oh, twins. my dysfunctional children. I I just don't even know what to think about those two. I don't. I can't imagine being well. Like I don't have a sibling. No. But then I can't imagine being that close, even if I even had to squint and think real hard about having a sibling. Turn your head sideways and do like, this. Oh, God. Now, I have a brother. Now, they're twins, right? Yes. Aren't they twins? Okay. Yes. Yeah, Reuben, Robin. I have a brother who's three years older than I. And while I wouldn't say we're close, if I needed him, I feel like I could pick up the phone and he'd be there. Yeah, and vice versa. Right. And we have, if there's an emergency, you know, like real life. Uh, but both being introverts, like this is my space. This yeah. It's your space. Yeah. And every once in a while we hang out. In fact, I think I'm going to go see him next weekend while you're away. Away. In the Canada. Yeah. Uh, but boy, it was a little creepy. Oh my God. These two are so dysfunctional. And I like, like, I assumed they were a couple. Did you? Yeah, for at least the beginning. Yeah. When she kept hearing them yelling at each other. Yeah, um, I get that. But yeah, and then, it, and then for, so for me to assume that, which that was probably my bad for being like, you know. I think anybody. Assuming. Because you kind of, the yelling kind of sounded like some, and, some sexy times. And then like you find out and you're like, ugh. But it was never really like that. No, it was just creepily intimate in an emotional way. And I was like, oh, I can't. No. It wasn't healthy. No, it was not. It was the opposite of healthy. But not cheap, as dysfunctional as it could have been. But cheaper rent. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. So I wonder if they shared like disability income or some shit. But they were great. My baby Reuben. Characters. He tried so hard. And what was in that? Um, I want banana some bread. of the banana bread band. I want to try it. I want to at least try it. Nutmeg. Nutmeg. <laughs> Apparently, that's the secret ingredient. Yeah. Oh, but, but I... But and then yeah. after Ruben's death, which... Malcolm, what the fuck were you thinking? Oh, he... Mm. How the hell 
Did he get him to the docks by his little lonesome? Hi. 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 That's how he fucking kite. That's how he did it. He was high. Yeah, but that's I, how he did it. I wouldn't have thought he'd be that coordinated. Mm, here's another interesting loophole that is driving me insane. Okay. Jessica runs into Malcolm. Jessica and Luke, which we will get to Luke. Yes. Oh, uh, yes, we will. He, Luke and Jessica run into Malcolm outside the apartments. Mm-hmm. And he's got his blue backpack that he's trolling along behind him. And he's talking about how he's leaving. He's going home because his parents are just... And that broke my heart. But then later we see him leaving his apartment again with the same blue backpack he left Hmm. twice i didn't notice that he left twice and they didn't explain it if they had a good reason they didn't explain Mm -mm. it Mm -mm. it's probably one of those things that ended up on the cutting room floor or just some continuity error like they filmed this scene here and that scene here because he's at he goes to leave again and this is after he's talked to her outside and he hears he's he sees jessica's in her apartment he's like shakes his head and he goes to walk out and he hears robin upstairs yelling at somebody and that's when he doesn't take the elevator and turns is he going up the stairs i don't know what the fuck he's doing does the elevator not go up to the next floor (laughs) i mean fuck i at work i park three stories below where i mean I i park on the third floor parking deck and then take the elevator up to six I ain't taking the fucking stairs. No. I'll no. take I'll take them down. Oh yeah. I ain't going up. Yeah. I love myself. That's true. So <laughs> statement. I'm like, why is he taking the stairs? But yeah, he leaves twice. Yeah. Which is all kinds of weird. So But again, after Ruben's murder. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Robin's murder. insanity. And then then she's like, everybody's Killgraved. Yeah. So, uh, so let's talk about Luke. Oh, my precious angel. Did not expect to see him. Very large man. Did not expect to see him. Okay, so you weren't spoiled on that at all. Didn't know he was in this. Okay, okay. I knew from just... Like, I watched this shortly after it came out, so I wasn't okay. super spoiled. But and like, that was before Luke Cage was in it. Yes, being so. on the tumbles, I was aware that he was in it, but not what role he played. Didn't know. But like, oh, Jesus. Yeah, I didn't know. Uh, very large human being. Oh my god! But also, like, I kept looking precious. for scars on his skin. Oh, just to see, just to see, just to see if they fuck it up. Yeah, and I thought I saw a couple, but I think maybe it was just the lighting. Yeah. Well, they could. I mean, he was experimented on, so they could be pre. Was he? Yeah. That could be pre-experiment, but that's mm-hmm. not explained. No. So he did say it was an experiment. Um. And they haven't gotten into it. They did mention that he was an ex-con. Or, no, they did mention... Uh, well, they at least mentioned it in the Defenders preview. Spoilers. Um, oh So, and canonically, he was experimented on in prison. Okay. Um, but, yeah. So, that could be pre... Still. Yeah. Still. I was oh like... Oh, my God. Hey, he's so ripped. Oh, my God. That boy is huge. So, if his skin won't break, then how does he get so muscular? Does he sweat? I don't know how his physiology works. We should investigate up close. Impersonal. <laughs> yes, he does sweat because he sweats in all the sexy times he yeah, has. Yeah, he does. God. I was like, oh my God, they can bang. They can full bang. 
Yeah. You know, he's holding back. She's been holding back. Like, yeah. Yeah, they oh can't. God. That was serious. He breaks the bed. Jesus was- Christ. And then he texts her, I got a new bed. I was like, Jesus Christ, be- Luke Cage. Uh-huh. I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. You closing up the bar? Let's go. <laughs> Jessica wouldn't even need the bar to be closed. That That let's, is... Let's be I honest. Mean, let's, yeah, that's let's true. Let's be honest. That's really true. So, uh, did not expect to see him... Um, I totally bought into the the situation and realized when they they revealed he was being killgraved. Yeah. I was I totally bought into it. I thought he was doing okay. Yeah. My baby. Bless him's heart. And then all the stuff with his wife. Rhea. And Reva. 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 And like he's just the strong, silent kind of type. He's that kind of guy. He's that trope. Yeah. Yeah. Just like I bought it and it wasn't cheesy. Jessica should have told him though. Yeah. She totally should. should not have been stalking it, but I mean, you know, that requires healthy mindset. And yeah. I don't think she We're got really none. lucky that's all she did. <laughs> right? Those pictures. Yeah. That Malcolm took of her. And like she's the the thing was she stands in the locations where the pictures were being taken. Mm-hmm. And how did she not notice that there was someone there with a camera? It is New York. She's though. a private investigator, though. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. Her but you shtick. know how you are when you're focused on stuff. Yeah, I guess so. You can get kind of tunnel visiony. Still, it seemed some of the locations seemed awkward. And I think some of it is like walking through a parking deck. You and I would be very aware of our surroundings just because. You know, well, she's sitting up on the fire escape across from Luke's but like, bar. What's going to hurt Jessica? True. So I think maybe she's, it's kind of dulled her sense of, yeah. I have to be afraid of normal people. Still, some of the locations just felt yeah. really open yeah. to me yeah. and weird. So, yeah. Oh, my gosh. But I love him and I cannot wait to see Luke Cage. I'm looking very forward to it. Because I actually, I was trying to look for the timeline question, and I found, um, it wasn't spoilery, but I did find that he was very reluctant, Luke was very reluctant to take the role, because he had seen the black black exploitation roots of Luke Cage, which was like, you know, the very kind of job-ass, you know, fro, open open shirt where it was like, we appeal to black people in the seventies. Um, and they were like, Oh no, no, this is going to be completely different. Updated. Modern. Yeah. Um, and he really liked that take on it. Um, but yeah, he's, he's great. He can, he's talk about, I can do it with a look. Apparently he put on 30 pounds. Yeah, he did. To play this role. Yeah, he did. And they in his arms. Cause goddamn. Uh, Christian Ritter put on 10. Okay. Which is a lot for a woman, I have to say. And that's in she's muscle. She's a tiny human. That's in muscle. Yes, she's a very tiny human. Yeah. Uh, I love him, though. So I'm, I'm <laughs> super excited. Uh, in Luke Cage's first appearance, he is wearing blue jeans and a yellow t-shirt, much like his comic counterpart. Yep. Which Luke Cage is an alias in the, in the canon. He takes that name. Yeah, here it is. Jerry Hogarth was a man in the comics. Yup. Oh, great. Yeah, I kind of feel like we should have had some kind of reference to the Daredevil or Fisk or something. I feel like it had a better tie-in into 
the rest of the greater MCU than it did the other Netflix series that we had had so far. I was looking for one of the cops from the 15th precinct from Daredevil to show up. We got one. I didn't, I didn't. The the guy mm, with uh, his, yeah, his mom. I looked, I thought I looked and it wasn't the same actor. Yeah, it was. It was, um, not the, not the detective, but the younger. Yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah. I didn't, I looked him up. I didn't think it was him. Yeah, it was him. Are you sure? Yeah. I saw it in the, uh, the trivia. I was just in the trivia. Hold on. Hold on. It's not that I don't believe you. It's just that I seriously thought I looked this up. Royce Johnson, Brett Mahoney. And it says portrays the same character in Top Shelf Perverts. Um, he's the one who tells Jessica she's been released while in police custody and later is forced to hold a gun to the detective's head. It is him. I knew it was him. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But I walked into I this thinking. Sworn I saw that and it wasn't him. I got it in my head that Clemens was in Daredevil. I don't know why. Okay. He just seemed like he had already been a part of that universe. Okay. And then when he didn't show up okay. in Daredevil, I was like, okay. Where I, I must have looked up the wrong guy. Because I like Clemens, too. All right. He's All trying right. very uh, hard. Yeah. Trish Walker's reminded a few times about her former red hair as a hint yeah. from the comics as Hellcat. Patsy. Other hints are given by her frequent combat training and increased security in her apartment. Yeah. Trish Walker's role was originally filled by Carol Danvers. It was changed due to the changing nature yep. of the MCU and that Danvers would appear in her own film. Yeah. I'm still excited about that. Okay. Anyway, I'm not going to go through all this trivia stuff because we have feedback. Yeah. We should probably get to it at some point. Uh, so Jimmy wrote into us a long time ago. Bless your sweet, patient so heart. So excited for this. I'm so, <laughs> think, and and he says, I don't know if this is too early, but I didn't want to miss the chance. No, we can file it. It's fine. You're doing fine. Uh, you got about a week and a half before Daredevil two, so you know it's going to be okay. I think he's uh, already spent, sent us Spider Man feedback. Yeah, he did. I can't. I'm sorry, we haven't seen it. Our schedules, personal schedules, have just been yeah insane. We were trying to take some time for ourselves. I don't know what that's like. And my birthday. And mostly your birthday. It was important. It's very important, which is actually not till next week. But but we pre-birthdayed. You're running away, so. Mm. Uh, he says, Jessica Jones is by far my favorite MCU TV show, including Agent Carter and S.H.I.E.L.D. Damn, son. That's saying some something something, because Agent Carter is still my favorite. It was more fun. It wasn't as, oh, well, that happened. <laughs> You're right. Um, he says, I don't know if you remember debating whether Scorcher, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. 1.5, was an inhuman or not, and you settled on the fact he must have received his powers another way. Yeah. Vaguely. But that happened. Wow, okay. Yeah, I, I remember us being really minutia about it. Yeah. We, we dug a little deep there. Yeah, we did. Uh, he says, I think Jessica's in the same boat as her, that she just happened to get powers, and it's just a thing in her DNA that makes her special. I think combi- I thought it was the accident combination there. Well, we don't have confirmation. She could have some predisposition because so that- did, uh, 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 ache. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. Like there's a very fine line between mutant 
inhuman trauma triggering yeah, so because the mutants were always like it manifested around that age mm-hmm. that's why i asked the question there's was, she was a mutant? there's uh yeah the mutants tended to be very um puberty induced which is stressful on the body so there's that i i mean it's possible don't know yeah i'm hoping we'll find the answer to that like more specifically i kind of want her to want to look into it more i think we're gonna get there yeah it may even be in the Defenders because that kind of involves all of them. Yeah. Uh, okay. He says, uh, he has bullet points, which is awesome. He says, I think it's unique to see the side of things where the person who has superpowers but isn't a superhero, just someone trying to live life. Especially the fact you see scenes such as her running out of toilet paper in the first episode. <laughs> right? Yeah. We, t- we touched on mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Totally agree. I love seeing extraordinary people in ordinary situations and is always fun the creators and writers have thought enough about her character to put something like that in that wasn't strictly necessary i also adored the pink um like the sink and the toilet yeah were pink the uh my grand my dad's mother's house mm-hmm. which i did live in briefly um my my granny's yeah granny we're southern granny she had a half bath attached to her master bedroom which became my bedroom at one point and the sink and toilet in that bathroom which was tiny yeah probably smaller than my closet oh wow yeah it was tiny i mean it had a sink and a toilet yeah that was it yeah uh, it had, but it was pink. So it was a little nostalgic. <laughs> oh, look. <laughs> oh, look. It's so tiny. Look. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I love seeing extraordinary people in ordinary situations. Yeah. It, that's fun. Uh, Trisha's comic counterpart, Hellcat, is a warrior. Do you think we could see her filling this role in the upcoming second season? I hope to see her getting closer. But not full. Oh, hey, I'm Hellcat now. We get a glimpse of it when she takes the drugs. Yeah. Uh, we get a, do get a glimpse of that. I do so, like that if something does happen and she turns into Hellcat, we've also got the basis of she is trained. It yeah, doesn't she feel is. like, oh, it thing just happened and I have all these powers no, she now. she kicked ass because she knew how to kick ass. Yeah. Yeah. So that was nice. Uh and then he asks, did they ever explain what happened to Trisha's boyfriend with the pills? That is the only thing I disliked about the season. No, they did not. No. That's, we've, we've touched on that too. And I didn't like that neither. I says, finally, how scary is Kilgrave's power? Scary, kind of want it. Scary? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel I'd a be little a, bad about that. I'd like to say that I'd use my powers for good. I but think I would. I can, Not a hundred percent good. I can see myself going to the local store and thinking terrible things. I mean, like I would use it for like mostly good. Once I was rich, but like it, I, there'd be some. Would you rob a bank? Would you rob a I bank? I don't think I would rob a bank. I'd just convince work to pay me but like you, but, a lot of money. But would you even? Ha- yeah, would you even have to? No. I'm going to go on vacation for a year and you're going like, to triple my salary. Fuck off. All right. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for paying. But you'd have to re-up it every 12 hours. Yeah. So that would get exhausting. Yeah. Yeah, that does have to be. Because you know us. We're like, I'm done with people. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. And then it would wear off. 
be like, where yeah. have you been for the past week? Oh, did oh fuck it, we're off again, didn't it? God damn it. <laughs> Oops. Have you already processed my termination pa- paperwork? You know. Yeah. But it is it is scary to be on the receiving end. The receiving end, absolutely. Uh, He says I could talk about the show for hours, but based on what you said about long replies in the past, I tried to keep it short. Oh no! No, we may joke, but we love that shit. I know, right? Uh, Okay, let's see. Okay, Michael. Aloha, ladies. So I just realized I'm probably too late on this. You're not. You were absolutely not. Uh, Con coming up has me a bit frazzled. It is con season for him. So so he does the con circuits. He says, for me, Jessica Jones was the second strongest of of the Netflix Marvel show so far. While I don't think Kristen Ritter is all that great, she's serviceable. Blasphemy. I'm just going to side eye you. Blasphemy. She really is too. Uh, the show does have a stellar secondary cast. Her drug-addicted neighbor, Patsy, and the detective were all great. The creepy sibling neighbors were, um, interesting? They were creepy. They were real creepy. Yeah. Uh, he's, it's space. I think it's a typo because it says nuke. <laughs> Luke? I guess it means Luke was a nice surprise. Oh, no, I think, uh, Will's, uh, comic counterpart is nuke. I believe. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I think you're right. He's he's the one that's got the flag yeah, tattooed yeah, yeah. on his face. Hmm. Comics. That was a bad choice even for a comic. I, I wish our listeners could see the look on my face. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so Nuke was a nice surprise, if not as imposing as the comic version. Yeah. Okay. Says uh, I like the introduction of Luke Cage, even though Coulter doesn't really scream Cage to me. They need someone bigger. Jesus, Michael. Michael, how do bigger? How, we can't give them illegal drugs. I think next to Jessica, she's not a small person. I don't know. She's tiny in like size, but I mean she's tall. She's yeah. I think was a former model. Uh, he says, and then there's Kilgrave, the most fun villain in the MCU to date. Fun in a very twisted kind of way, though. I mean, fun again, villain. blasphemy because Loki. All right, you, you and Michael are just going to have to duke that one out. Fun, right? You mewling quim. <laughs> you have to excuse her. Her Loki pillow came in the mail today. It did, so. and I'm very excited. Uh, anyway, uh, he says after killing of Ben, not Ol- like a body size. I'm not. I'm just want to clarify that. Like, yeah, you don't need to defend yourself. I'm just saying you're allowed a Loki pillow if you I mean, if I you am, wanted a body size Loki pillow. I know, and like anybody that's into that, that's fine. I just wanted to clarify. Okay, don't don't be. Thank you, Zelly. Kink shaming now. Kink shaming is my kink. Uh, anyway, he says again. He says after killing of Ben Ulrich and Daredevil, it's a little irritating that they killed off detective clemens and jessica jones yeah i was not happy about that yeah they just kept killing people yeah uh ritter does the snark well enough but she didn't quite sell the ptsd to me oh she sold it to me oh i have to take issue with that statement uh Uh, it presents differently in different different people experience and work through ptsd in different ways there's all kinds of different ptsd 
I, the way a soldier manifests isn't necessarily the way somebody with an a, abuse yeah. abuse survivor does. It's and even uh, from person A to person B to person C, it's all going to be completely different. Yeah, I really felt it was it was as someone who has experienced abuse. I'm just going to say, um, I it I thought it was really great. Yeah, um, I felt like it was okay. So. I I thought it was God not good because my poor baby i'd rather i'd rather her be happy but to see somebody like that who is physically who physically doesn't have anything to to be afraid of be reduced to what she was reduced to because of the mental torture i think that really kind of spoke to not all ptsd is i had a physical trauma true of course now my computer's updated yeah um but again I do have to, I can say that it was inconsistent. It started out hot and heavy and then it kind of went away. Not, I, and I, I won't lie and say I have a background in it cause I don't, I took that as just a, <laughs> you know, nobody wants to lie about that. Rando audience member as her kind of, I don't know. You know how when focused in on something, yeah. You know how, when you yeah, finally yeah. make a decision, and it may be even a shitty decision, decision, but you're like, all right, I'm in this. Yeah. There's a certain kind of resolve that, like, I yeah. think the, the wishy-washy, am I going to run away? Once she got past that point, I think it, and she was like, I'm going to get rid of this fucker. Yeah. I think yeah. maybe and that being, helped. And being the cause of, of her issues. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, but it still felt a little inconsistent. It's, it just was yeah. a little too hot and heavy. And then One moment just, she was, and then it you was know. Gone. Yeah. Um, he says, Patsy Walker was the breakout character for me. Uh, the season left me really hoping for a Hellcat spinoff. I'll take it. Says, I would have liked them to keep Kilgrave alive, but I think there is a possibility of his powers popping back up. Unless I miss something, there is a fetus floating around out there that potentially has his genetics. Oh, yeah. that's yeah. totally, um, that can't be a loophole. No. Says, I'm looking forward to season two and all the female directorial effort they're planning. I think Nuke, he, he is saying Nuke. Okay. Yeah. Nuke is coming back as a villain, and I hope Hellcat gets realized. I think Nuke would lead us to Hellcat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he says, I don't know if it's going to happen next season or if it's a season three kind of thing. It may be post-Defender. Like, I don't well, know. We don't know what's going on in uh, Defenders. Yeah. Uh, uh, he says, IGH, I, ins- I assume in human growth hormones, seems like it will be the MCU version in the comics Mutant growth hormone. I expect it will contribute to other origins in the future. Could very well be. He says, cheers and stay Jarvelous. P.S. Jessica. Jessica. Jesus. Jason. Also, um, maybe don't tell ladies to smile. Oh my God. Don't be that, that don't be that person. So your pet peeve. I was going to say, don't be that guy, but like I've had women do it to me too. And I'm like, you're fucking suckered in by the patriarchy. Don't be I don't person. like that shit. So yeah, um, before we continue with the feedbacky business, I did want to remind people that we like the feedback. Um, and if they're wondering, how in the hell do I do that? Well, here's your chance. You can email us at randomtpodcasts at gmail.com. Or on Twitter at randomtcasts. Or on Tumblr at randomtpodcast.tumblr.com. Or on Facebook at facebook.com slash randomtpodcasts. And if you're like, Jesus, I don't want to remember all that shit. You can uh, go to our website, randomtpodcast.com, scroll to the bottom, and there's links to all that. Yeah, there is. It's all socially goodness. And even to our defunct Instagram page, because 
what the hell? It really... Yeah, I mean, it's not you, and, Instagram. I mean, you've got a, still about a week and a half for Spider-Man. Because, yeah. you know, we'll have to see it at least twice. I've got to do my deep dive. I'm going on a trip. Research, you're going on a trip. So, we've got a couple of emails, but that's not enough. No. It's not enough. No. So, I'm looking at you, Michael. <laughs> uh, who, to- who did tell us it was fun. Oh, okay. I've, I've heard that from several people. Okay, cool, cool. I've heard it was a uh, nice change of feel from some of the current other angstier mcu shit so we kind of have a new sponsor or merchant we would like to feature this week i don't even really know where to go with this um we just really felt like it was appropriate for our jessica jones podcast um if you would like to (laughs) fight the patriarch in your own way (laughs) then perhaps you might want to get your little dog or Maybe your cat. A new toy that's shaped like a penis. Oh, my God. It's real. It is. Ladies and gentlemen and and people of all. And non-binary, non-binary pals. I, I lost my train of thought yeah. there. Um, this is real. There is a link in our show notes. Yep. Where you can go to uh, I Roll for Initiative. Go to their Etsy page. And they have a one, one's the sized, one sized for a dog. And one is sized for a cat. Yeah. One, I think or I'm a one, small dog. Or a small dog. Yeah. 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 So, like, I think the, the smaller one's like four inches. Yeah. And I can't miss the bigger it's one. It's amazing. It's, they are adorable. Um, and we've seen dogs play with, yes. there are, there are pictures of there the are dog. There are photos. If nothing else, just go look. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the dog is delighted. So adorable. I love this thing. Yeah. I have one. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah we both do. We both have one. I mean, ours aren't dog toys. Ours are decorative. Yeah, my, in mine nature. is because I don't, well, mine still has googly eyes on it. Mine has one googly eye, <laughs> which I think is appropriate. That's more appropriate, which is appropriate. Jesus. So, um, oh my god, that's hilarious. I don't have dogs. I have a elderly cat who. Oh, if you don't think they doesn't like to when, play with toys anyway, it comes time for kittens. If you don't think they get in one. You wrong. Oh, goody. Oh, my my poor little sugar. Yeah. She's still going. Sugaring on. What is it now? It's been over a year since she got diagnosed. It's been 12, 13. It's been 14 months since she was given three months. So pure Pure spite. Spite. Uh, But yes, no, seriously. She's the Jessica Jones of cats. She really is, isn't she? No, for real. This is an actual product. I really think you should check it out. It would make a hilarious Christmas gift. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Sometimes you just need to see a dog. And sometimes you just need to have a dog chewing on a dick. (laughs) Go get the dick. Get the dick. (laughs) I hear that a lot. Yeah. Anyway, so, so yeah. check that out. Um, uh, also, you know, while you're on our website, checking out that link to that store, uh, <laughs> you can check out our other podcasts. We will be recording Superman, Superman, Spider, never Superman, never, never, never Spider-Man here in, uh, again, a week and a half. We're going to be doing uh, Daredevil season two. We're going to have Luke Cage. We're going to have Iron Fist. We do have Stranger Things coming up yeah. this fall, so feel free, and we're going to be kind of, because of our, our time schedule, we're going to be recording this kind of back-to-back, so if you want to get some feedback in, get it in quick, get it in quick, because we're going to be recording those in bundles. Yeah. 
because we're going to cut ourselves short on time. Uh, Agents of Shield is coming back. Yep. Uh, Gotham is coming back. Gotham. Gotham. I saw that date today, and I can't remember it. And for our, uh, you know, this is the MCU cast. Um, we have not yet decided about whether we're going to give the Inhumans the Netflix treatment and just do one episode. It. I don't know how bad it's going to be. We have to see it first because it looks kind of bad. It looks kind of bad because um, Ewan. Yeah, Ramsey Snow is Ramsey. He's I've he's mutant Ramsey Snow in the previews. He's Ramsey Snow just with powers. Or Bolton, actually, when he died, he was Ramsey Bolton, so. Whatever. Ramsey Snow. Just because it pisses him off somewhere. Right? Uh, yeah, that's kind of undecided, but we could just do one episode and put it on the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. feed. Yeah, so. We'll see. TBD. We'll, we shall see. So if you watch it and you have feelings about it. TBD. Um, you can always send it to us, and at the very least, we'll talk about it in S.H.I.E.L.D. a little bit. Uh, another podcast that's going to be coming out. I know we haven't done many random revelries this year. Yeah. Uh, while Queenie's out of town, <gasps> I will be holed up watching every San Diego Comic-Con, uh, feed that I can. Yeah. So if anyone catches so any news on any of that, write, write to me about it because we're going to. She loves that shit. I love every, I do this every year. I get like my laptop and my desktop and my phone and my iPad and I'm scouring. Yeah. Looking for news. Uh, cause I want to know, I want to be there. Yep. So, you know, if you and see anything, not. <laughs> yeah, cause people, so not there people there and yet not. So yeah, if you hear any news or anything right into us, we're going to have a, a San Diego Comic-Con random revelries podcast. Yes. Um, yes, we are. What? Uh, we could use some Halloween suggestions. Yeah. Uh, Christmas suggestions. Christmas suggestions. I'm kind of running out, out of dumb romantic comedy Christmas movies. I was going to say, I think Christmas is required to be a rom-com, so. Or, or something real stupid. I was, I've been toying with the idea of Elf. God, no. Don't make me watch Elf. It's got John Favreau in it. I don't care. <laughs> it's dumb. It's so dumb. Oh. That's where Cotton-Headed Ninny Muggins came from. Uh-huh. And? It was in a Thomas video. And? Damn it. I was hoping that would do it. I can't do so it. So if, uh, if you want to spare Janya some torture, because uh, it's still going to be kind of torture, whatever we pick. Uh, it will be. Let me know. Did we have any... We had an idea for Halloween. I just can't remember what it was now. We had... What was our idea? What, was it going to be It? What we did that? It... Oh, the new It. Yeah. Because we did It last year. I'm probably going to have to, like, you know, gird my bladder for that. It looks fucking terrifying. You know, no, no. You know what I want to do? What? Night of the Living Dead. Oh. I want to yeah. do Night of the Living Dead. Okay. I don't know that in, I've ever seen it in its in, entirety. In memory, the original, yeah, in memory of, of George uh, Romero, who King of passed, the Zombies passed away this this week. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was. We're coming for you, Barbara. She don't even know, even know the movie. And you know I know. The line. I know that. <laughs> I think we should do that. Our suggestions would be great too. Yeah. Um. And, <laughs> This is what happens when you don't pull your hair I up. Know. I offered you a hair thing. Uh, I would just did. like the record to state that. You did. My hair is all in my face. Um, so any other? No, I don't think so. We love ideas and thoughts and suggestions. We've got a couple of emails that we need to throw together for Random Rovers anyway. Yeah. Um, something on Disney. 
and something else. We may have, I don't know, we may need to do a couple random revelries because we have gaming stuff to talk about. Uh, yeah, you got me playing um, Elder Scrolls Online now. Yeah, you, I did. You bribed me. I did. I, I am you shamelessly bribed, bribed me. You. Shamelessly bribed me to play Elder Scrolls yeah. Online. I was and, like, come play with me. Here's an Xbox. And I almost hit level 18 before I came over. I'm so proud of you. In less than a week. No, about a week. Yeah, about a week. It's been a week. So Good job, you. Good job, me. Proud so. of you. Any other randomness? No? Okay. Okay. Uh, so, final email. Okay. From Greg. Okay. Says, hey ladies, time to talk about the MCU's second Netflix installment, Jessica Jones, my favorite dumpster mouth detective. I mean, that's true. Uh, I love her so much. She's terrible. That's, yeah. Puppy's thirsty. Yeah. He says, if after seeing all of these series, the two of you decide that this one is still your favorite, I will not be shocked in the slightest. Because girly stuff. Well, there's that. Uh, especially since it's the first and only so far MCU feature that stars a female as the main protagonist slash superheroine, and I think it's the second best of the Netflix MCU so far. And she's not just a token lady, like, with a group of dudes. No, she's not. I mean, I love Black Widow, but token lady in a group of dudes. Right. Uh, he says, having no prior knowledge of the character before Marvel said it would be part of the Defender series left me with no special expectation. I was able to lose myself in the character's story without being overly critical and whining about how I think the character should look or behave or whatever. Yeah, that's that's because in my brain, anybody involved in the Defenders has been kind of not on my main superhero radar. So that has been kind of nice. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, says, uh, and because of that, I was pleasantly engulfed in this thriller fantasy that further proved that the MCU is the shit. I mean, that true. Uh, he says, I was already somewhat a fan of Christian Ritter because of other things I saw her in. You made me watch a compilation video of... Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23. Which I thought was... I was like, this is Jessica before Kilgrave. Yeah. This is yeah. pre. It was pre. pre- I mean, she, she's Jessica. terrible. Yeah, she's terrible. I love her. Where can I watch that? I think they're probably all on uh, YouTube somewhere, or they're somewhere. I'll have to look for that. I need to. I need that. See, that's a comedy I can watch. It made it like a season and a half, and it was yeah, Aww. yeah. She's terrible. That sounds adorable. But yeah, uh, says it didn't hurt that Rachel Taylor was her co-star. Michael Coulter is a good version of Luke Cage, who I'm sure you both know is Jessica's baby, baby diddy. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's in quotes and everything. Uh, in the comics, yes, we know. It says, I heard that Officer Simpson is supposed to be the character named Nuke in the comics. True that. Okay, I, I totally missed that. I never picked yeah, up on that. Yeah, I remember I reading it somewhere. Okay. He's another super soldier replication debacle, I guess. And Trinity, Carrie Ann Moss plays a good slimeball lawyer, Hogarth. She's like the anti-Matt. He asks, what was your favorite episode? Oh, God. Um, none of them were like, I love that moment when. I liked when Claire appeared because when you first watched Jessica Jones, you had not seen Daredevil. Yeah. Now, I had watched Daredevil because I'm watching I knew order. she had been in it. Because mm-hmm. I love Rosario but you Dawson introduced to her, right, as a character. So when she appeared in Jessica Jones, I already knew who she was. Yeah, I was just like, oh, there she is. Oh, she. I was just. I. I don't know that I didn't know she was in this, but I was still very, very excited to see her and how she knew how to get around Luke Cage's 
skin. I know. God, I love her so much. But it was through the eye. Mm-hmm. And in Daredevil, what did she tell him? Eye. Through the eye. Yep. She got an eye fetish, I'm just saying. I mean. So that was one of my favorite scenes in the finale. Oh, it was so satisfying. It was so satisfying. I have an itch on my eye. And I know you were really worried. You thought like it was going to get strung out and like Trish was going to go with him. And you were really worried about that. I actually thought he was going to be able to leave with Trish. But the second she kind of leans over. Well, no, because there was the argument in the car where you need to, for me to know that it's you, you need to say something you wouldn't normally say and yeah. Jessica's like you mean like I love you I just mm, that alone made me go mm. yeah and then later when she's confronted with him and she just kind of leans a little and looks at Trish and says I love you and Trish has that realization mm-hmm. of oh my god of, oh my god um that of- she was well she, at that she also Trish realized she the Kilgrave wasn't about to walk off with her yeah that relief yeah yeah. And like some of the great moments I liked were Jessica at work because you see it's not just like, oh, she's God. a private eye because because she's, you know, she can beat everybody up. Like it and they show it right at the beginning of the first episode. Mm-hmm. And she's trying to find where Spherus is going to be and then she that they do the lot of, or the the I think she it does. was an Xbox. I think oh, it was God. an Xbox. Um the scam um, she is really good. Well, and she goes looking for hope and she sits there. And she finds that woman through the internet and it's like, oh, from the color guard. And she goes looking for, uh, she has the, uh, police scanner app and mm-hmm. she actually, you see her sit there and listen to it. And she goes from hospital to hospital to hospital. Yeah. Which apparently there's a lot of hospitals in Hell's Kitchen. Just saying. Um, yeah. Again, seeing extraordinary people doing ordinary things. Yeah. Is one of my favorites. Uh, he says, uh, "He says I find it hard to decide myself." Yeah. Each episode was equally as interesting as the next, but if I had to pick, I'd say episode seven, aka Top, Top Shelf, Shelf Perverts. perverts. Uh, this is the episode Kilgrave controls the entire precinct of cops and tells Jessica that they are inevitable. It felt because it felt kind of capery too, because they're planning this, mm-hmm. you know, around her. Um, yeah, I, I did like that one. That was a really good one. This is also where we see Officer Brett Mahoney from the Daredevil series. I I must have looked up the wrong actor. Yeah, I bet. I don't know. Maybe uh, you did. Anyway, he says, release Jessica on Kilgrave's command and supposedly the Stan Lee cameo on a photo on the wall of the precinct as a police officer. I've also read somebody said that, like, in episode three when Jessica and Luke are having dinner that stanley walks by and i was like he doesn't because i watched that very closely multiple times supposedly he has one of those type appearances in each series yay i need to fact check that he says where do you rank kilgrave in the mcu villains list i love you um chris eccleson he better than you um eccleson most villains in the MCU. I know. Are that's than why Eccleston. I started there. Um, not better than Loki. Nobody's better than Loki as far as you're concerned. Um, not as good as Fisk. You've already said. Yeah, not as good as Fisk. I just keep wanting more of Fisk. Yeah. And Fisk has so much more of that. Like, well, like, yeah, he did bad things, but like, mm, 
Okay, but there's also you've got Zemo. You've got Zemo. Well, Zemo lights. Lights. Yeah. Uh, Just one calorie, not even enough. <laughs> um, uh, Zemo was kind of the letdown for me, so I think he he ranks yeah, higher. Yeah, he's pretty low. Ultron. Uh, don't higher. even get me started on Ultron. He was terrible. Uh, I don't know. He's kind of up there near Pierce. Mm, yeah, I'd say Pierce level, but maybe slightly higher than Pierce. We got more of him. True. It was more well-rounded. Like Pierce, you, I mean, mm. and that's the, that's the thing of having a two-hour movie versus, you know, a 13-hour series. So. Um, obviously, Loki, Loki the top. Yeah, you're always going to put Loki up there. Of course. Um, I think he was better than the, uh, than what about the, than ego? the Goldie people. Ego? Yeah, he's better than Ego. I mean, most people are better than Ego. Better than even the subplot villains, the gold people. The Sovereign? Yeah, the Sovereign. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Um, I'm trying to think other... I have yet to see Vulture, so I have no opinion yeah, on that. Yeah, we're going to see Spider-Man tomorrow night. Um, Red Skull's pretty fucking cool, though. Yeah. I mean, he was so one-dimensional, but of course, I mean, it's hard to be like... He's a Nazi, but like you feel, but you know, like he's a Nazi. But there was so much more to Red School than what we saw in the yeah. MCU, so that bugs me. Yeah. Uh, then there's Hammer. Yeah. Better than uh, Hammer. He's so cartoony, though. Yeah, but he's still, yeah. But and then Kill there Grave was Whiplash. Be Hammer. Oh, don't. My boy. My boy. Yeah, my boy. So I think he's pretty far up there. Yeah. So would you say Loki, Fisk, Kilgrave Pierce. Kilgrave Pierce. Even over Ronan and dude <gasps> Obadiah was really good. Obadiah was really good. He was like OG Marvel yeah. villain. Well, the original Iron Man movie was straight out of the comics. Yeah. I mean, one of, of any of the MCU movies, that one is. But Jeff Bridges did awesome job. Yeah, Jeff Bridges is usually a comedic role. I mean, he's so over the top. I mean, look at Seventh Son, which... Don't get me wrong. I love Seventh Son. It's <laughs> terrible. Did you ever see, uh, 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 was it Ripped? R.I.P.D.? R.I.P.D. I could you ever not see that? watch all of that. It's so bad. I could not finish it. <sighs> it was awful. It I was love terrible. it. I couldn't finish I it. I love it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, we're not even counting, like, Ross in uh, Green Guy. Hulk. Oh, Me. yeah, because he, he came back in Civil War. Yeah. Well, in Civil War, their own enemies. They were all their own enemies. They were their own enemies, so you really can't even count that. Bucky doesn't count. Bucky is not a villain. I know he's not. I'm Bucky just, is I'm an just anti-hero. prefacing any potential feedback we might get. Hell no. Don't challenge that, please, guys. You don't even know what you would, would be deleted. in for. I won't even read it. I won't. <laughs> uh, what's the dude in the chair? Dude in chair? Yes, the dude who loves his chair that... Thanos! Thanos! The dude who loves his his chair! chair. Jesus Christ. You know who I meant. His space chair. Thanos. And then Ronan. Yeah, because Ronan... Ronan was was kind of near up there. Like, he was like slightly, I'd say, below Pierce. Well, well, once I realized that that was uh, the same actor who plays Thrandy... I just the party king. I just couldn't see him. 
anymore. It's kind of hard to take him serious. I was like, you just, yeah. You're like the Randy, the party king. Who was the uh, villain in Gardens of the Original Gardens of the Galaxy? It was Ronan. Oh, it was Ronan. Yeah. Oh, my movies are running together now. Yeah. So, uh, and the Thor was low-key. Yep. Yeah, he's pretty up there. Yeah. I, I think that's what we're trying to say. All right. Uh, he says, I know I ranked Kingpin as arguably number two. And yes, Queenie, your Loki is, was number one. Yep. But that was before I saw Spider-Man Homecoming. Vulture was a good villain. Okay. There's no spoilers here. Okay. This is Vulture was a good villain too. So I guess so far my favorite five villains are probably. The look. What are you? I you don't have know to if speak I can out loud say this the... because this says spoilers. Uh, then My don't. Favorite five villains are probably blank. Okay. Due to spoiler, not I don't know how that's a spoiler, but we haven't seen it yet, so it may interesting. It may not, I mean, uh, Kilgrave, Kingpin, Loki, and Vulture in no specified order. Okay. Okay. Uh, Kilgrave was an absolute problem, and I'm not so sure he wasn't as much a victim to his own powers as an abuser of them. Wouldn't we all abuse that ability? I mean, probably to some extent, yeah. Doesn't every character in the MCU, with maybe the exception of Captain America... <laughs> That's what I was just thinking, like, like Steve wouldn't. ...abuse their gift-slash-power? Jessica used her, quote, superness to break the law on a routine basis. Yeah. You could feel empathy for Kilgrave while hating his guts simultaneously especially after learning his backstory, but he still needed to die. And because he did, he can't be the number one villain. Okay. I can't argue with a lot of that. No, no. With the exception of Captain America. Jesus. <laughs> My sweet baby Steve. Sweet baby Steve. Uh, of the characters that didn't die, who did you feel worse for? I like questions. Malcolm, Robin, or Jessica's front door? Jesus. Jessica's front door. It didn't deserve it. Well, it didn't deserve any of that. Didn't but deserve no, any of that. No, Malcolm. He says, I say the door. Yeah. <laughs> I say Malcolm. It took so much abuse. Malcolm and then Robin. She was weird, obnoxious, and a very perceptive asshole. She was a perceptive asshole. As an actual character, I think we can all agree on Malcolm. Yeah. Uh, Jessica Jones was a very interesting character, a sarcastic private investigator that was riddled with survivor's guilt and a homicidal guilt. She had PTSD from a car accident? No, no, she, no, she that's had not, PTSD from Kilgrave. From the from killing Reva. And just being yeah. imprisoned. Yeah, it says, uh, as well as mind control and therefore figurative and literal rape. Yeah. A reluctant heroine, an alcoholic. It was never a crutch. She just drank a lot. <laughs> Looking at you, Queenie. Okay, like, I don't hit it like that. Okay, I have people over. That's your kitchen counter. That's not even including your bar. Shut up. Okay. I like making cocktails. I just proved my point. I'm just saying. Okay, but, like, I like making cocktails because I'm a culinary nerd. You do. You like making the recipes. I do. Uh, I'm just picking on you. You better be. Uh, an enhanced human that isn't sure how she got this way, so she doesn't know who else knows about her or if it's permanent, and she can't figure out how to master her abilities. Uh, for example, flying or guided falling. 
he says, excellent first episode with an ending that made you hungry for more, highlighted by awesome narration. I had problems with the first episode. It was too disconnected for me. As far as, like, the pacing of it and, mm-hmm. and the order in which... And I couldn't... It took me a minute to figure out what was going on, but that's just me. Yeah. I uh, did like the voiceover, though, because it was so noir. True. There is that. Uh, he says, as the British would say, Kilgrave was a proper villain. He was a creepy, sociopathic, delusional, selfish ass. I mean, tosser. Whatever the Brits mean by that. Ass. There's this website called Urban Dictionary. <laughs> Take a look. Uh, the Jones versus Cage Rumble Royale was good stuff. <laughs> and I liked their fight scene there, too. Uh, that was pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, Trish was a good sidekick in training. I wouldn't call her a sidekick. I mean, that's the thing. Like, if it would have been a normal villain, like a straightforward, I'm going to menace you physically type villain like Trish wouldn't be just a sidekick no I never and she's always going to be less physically than Jessica is because Jessica's a super or a enhanced True. or whatever you want to call her I never really saw Trish as a sidekick as much as Jessica's support system oh yeah oh yeah I mean come on uh, she says and a better friend slash sister than she had to be I enjoyed seeing her and Jessica's backstories Claire came back to save the heroes. I love Claire. She is awesome, like a magnet for injured superheroes. Uh, Hope, Clemens, Reuben, Wendy, Kilgrave's parents, the Jones family, Reva, the body count for actual importance slash name characters was high in this series. Which brings me to my final question. Can you two think of any heroes that don't have dead family members? God, I'm going through the list. Shit. I'm up to the Avengers in my brain. Bruce Banner, does he distinctively have dead family members? From what I understand, the MCU didn't take place in the same universe, but kind of picks up from the the shitty Hulk artsy movie. Oh, and I you think mean his Ed, dad dies. Ed, Ed. The 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 Angley. Yeah. Um. So I think his dad is dead at that point, and his mom. Uh. Uh. uh Tony. Yes. Hawkeye. We just don't know. No, he he's an orphan. Is he an orphan? At least in the in the canon, they haven't gotten into it in the MCU. But remember, he he's like in a circus, isn't he? I think. Or does he just run away to the circus? He just says any heroes. He doesn't specifically say MCU or comics. Nah, we don't even fucking know because she was taken from her family and raised in the Red Room. I would say probably. I would assume so. Cap, obviously. Um, Tony, yes. Loki and Thor, yes. Loki and Thor, they do now. Because Freya's dead. Mama, Frigga. Mama. Ooh. Um, yeah, I can't really think of anybody that's like, well, then I have I a mean, completely well-adjusted even, family. Even go DC. Yeah. I mean, Batman. Batman. Superman. Yep. Um, Wonder Woman. Yep. Um, I'm sorry. Did you mean Wonder Woman? Wonder Woman. That's, sorry. Your, that's your big three. Uh, Aquaman. I don't know enough about. I don't know enough about a lot of the DC ones. Mm-hmm. I don't know enough about Flash. Don't know Flash. I think his dad is dead. 
from what I've seen from the clips and pieces of the TV show. But I think we've talked about this before. Like, completely well-adjusted people are not that interesting. That's true. (laughs) Are there any well-adjusted people, though, in the world? Is anybody actually well-adjusted? No, it's just a matter of who's interesting and outwardly I would say Arya Stark is pretty (laughs) well-adjusted. I love her so much. I'm sorry. Anyway. So, Uh, no, I can't think of anybody. Uh, he says he he can't think of any like her favorite trash panda said everybody has dead people yeah trash panda uh things to remember aka spoilers claire of course reva connors officer brett mahoney jerry hogarth yeah igh the da sorry i couldn't help myself okay yeah you could uh um but a lot of that only comic book people are gonna really get so uh, so that's all the feedback we have. So I loved it so much. I really, one thing I kept, I, and, I, and I notice every time I do a rewatch, because this was like my third or fourth rewatch, even I, I've casually rewatched this time. I tried to like pay attention because um, we were casting it. But just reminding myself that they got him kind of almost halfway through. Like, they apprehended him, drugged him, put him in in the Sinbin episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, like, I remember sitting there thinking... Which was actually pretty ingenious, by the way. Yeah, I, but I just remember them thinking... I just... The fact that, like, they could still go where they went with it and it wasn't boring. Because I remember sitting there thinking, well, goddamn, we got, like, okay, there's 13 episodes. What yeah. are we going to do? I think they kind of dragged out the glass cage of emotion a little bit. <laughs> Well, come on. It's what it was. It is what it was. It was, what, two episodes? Yeah. Uh... But you, I, I think it was important to see how he could fucking still manipulate people. Yeah. Well, that's because the idiot turned the microphone on, but whatever. Yeah. She told her. God damn it, Jerry. Jerry's not much for doing what she's told, though. So. No. Jerry's like, Jerry, yes. <laughs> Jerry, no. Jerry, yes. <laughs> I liked Pam. Pam called Jerry on her bullshit. And once... And wasn't scared of her. And once Wendy started pointing stuff out, and Pam started noticing, you saw that before, even before the thousand yeah, even, cuts. Even Pam had a character arc. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, that's still... She, saw, she started seeing some things that... Kind of, and and again, I go back to not to knock anybody who may have made some choices and had some extramarital business, but if you end up marrying somebody that had an affair on their spouse with you, don't be surprised. Yeah. So I think she started kind of seeing like, oh, maybe I'm not super special, and you know, yeah. So that was even something. It hurt though. It was painful, but. Pam had a serious character development and arc and wow, did yeah. not see that coming. I know. Cause I, I was like, okay, I know it's a lesbian, but still like, Oh, the trope of the secretary. I bet she's dumb. And she wasn't. She was not dumb. No, it was really nice. She had Jerry wrapped around her little finger. Mm-hmm. And then when she killed Wendy, albeit self-defense. Yeah. Absolutely. Self-defense is I was still, I was in shock. I was like, what? And didn't Jerry, she, like, immediately start trying to work it? 
Yeah. We'll say such and such and da 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 da. It was complete self defense, Jerry. You don't have to do anything. Yeah. Whatever. So yeah. Jerry's just used to all that. But I I just wow. I really thought very well rounded. And again, I'm you can say what you want that I like it because it's female led, probably. It's like when you go to, we've talked about it recently, Wonder Woman, Ghostbusters, and it's like, is this what dudes feel like all the time? When we went, first went and saw went and saw Ghostbusters, walking out of that theater was seriously, is this what dudes feel like? All the time. All the time. Yeah. It's, representation matters. And while this wasn't like, I can do anything from a, like a positive standpoint, no. it was like... That was Wonder Woman, you but whatever. You overcome some shit. And it was an interesting story, and it was well-rounded. And again, it wasn't just Jessica was well-rounded. It was all these other female characters and male characters. I thought was a just, lot of these characters were better filled out than they than Daredevil was. Yeah, I think so, too. I think um, it had a... But I haven't seen Daredevil season two a yet. A bigger supporting cast that I actually gave a shit about. And so, yeah. Yeah, in Daredevil, we had Matt, Foggy, Karen... Claire Fisk. And what's her butt? Vanessa. Did you care about Vanessa? If she had died, would you have cared? Not no, really. I would not have. Not really. Wesley, a little. The Russians. Wesley was a little ouchy. The Russians were interesting. But I wasn't like rooting. We, and I think that's what it was. We had a, a lot of ancillary villain villainous characters. True. And in this, we had more... Either morally dubious, like Jerry, more on the side of the angels. More, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even uh, even like Will, who went batshit crazy with the pills. He was technically on the good side. You know, he was fucking crazy. He thought he was on the good side. Yes, but any villain is the hero in their own story. That's true. So, yeah, yeah. Poor Kilgrave's daddy. I've heard, but I've heard going into, because we're going into Daredevil 2 now. Yep. I've heard such mixed things. I've heard, I loved it. It was great. Or, oh my God, that was a sack of crap. Yeah. So, we'll just have to see for ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. I hope it's more interesting than season one. Yeah. I hope we get like so. a lot more Fisk. Yeah. It's, it's very possible that we, and our list, I mean, even Greg said it. He's like, yeah, I get it. I'm fucking biased and I'll uh, admit it. But it's so rare that we see, as women, that we see uh, these things uh, ourselves represented. I mean, the 13th Doctor was announced, and it's a woman. And I am thrilled that my mom, who is in her 70s, got to live long enough to see a woman doctor. And mm -hmm. my granddaughter will grow up with a, with a woman doctor. These yeah. two women now can see themselves in a show yeah in doctor who a show that my mom has loved since the 60s yeah it's first iteration uh so it matters it does it absolutely matters and we need lady superheroes too well and and it used to be an excuse all the time where we should be able to see ourselves in regardless of gender <laughs> well you Try it with Ghostbusters and Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah. And Jessica yeah. Jones. Whiny man tears. So many whiny man tears yeah, over Ghostbusters. It, yeah. You ruined our childhood. Um, sounds fake. Yeah, that was my childhood, too. Shut your face but holes. okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Whatever. 
So I will unabashedly hidden at figures. this point. Let's just hidden figures, which I still have not seen. Oh, I know. I need to see it too. Yeah, I've got it on. I'm uh, waiting for wait when list. HBO gets it. Yeah, it's got to be soon. It's got to be soon. I really want to see it. I, I do think too. it's making the rental rounds. We need it. We need the to. red boxes. Yeah. Because oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Because uh 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 uh, Olivia is in it. Octavia. Octavia. And Taraji B. Henson and um, Janelle Monet, Just preciousness. Just huge preciousness. So, yeah. I need to see some female scientists. I know. Just saying. Uh, but, yeah. So, we probably are a little biased, but there's reason for it. Yes. So, uh, anything else before we sign off? I got nothing. All right. Thank you for listening, guys. Thanks. <laughs>